Hello all, welcome back to Wolverine Sound, Divine Intervention. Here with me today, as always, Craig Compton. Follow Craig at Craig Compton underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at Divine Identity. Craig and I are going to do a series here coming up as we head into the 2017 football season. A series of small pods featuring topics that both Craig and I are most interested in, most excited about, maybe most worried about, but we're going to tackle one issue at a time and give you some great content over the next, what, six, seven weeks, Craig? Yeah. So we're excited to do this. Again, this is the Divine Intervention on Wolverine Sounds, and Craig, I guess we'll we'll kick it right to you. Name one of the things that uh, you're most interested to see in 2017. Well, listening to you talk just now, I thought of something else that we haven't talked about, but uh, something I'm excited about here in the next couple of days, couple of weeks, is the new gear coming out from the M-Den. I'm very excited about that. Last year, that's obviously a huge party in Ann Arbor. Uh, I went down there on August 1st to get some gear. Can't say I'll be doing that this year when the, the new stuff comes out, but I'm sure I'll be making a few purchases on the MDEN. Uh, but on a serious note, the, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to this year is seeing how Jim Harbaugh does with his players that he brings in. Um, you know, He came in in his first year and obviously had a lot of success with a lot of, of uh, good players that maybe just weren't coached the greatest with. Uh, Brady Hoke and obviously had success 10 wins that first year that or last year comes in has the same amount of wins but he also features a lot of freshmen on both sides of the ball on special teams that you look at those guys and in like an Eddie McDoom or a Kakoa Crawford or a Devin Bush and you see see those guys making impacts and it gets you excited for what the next few years look like and uh, that's one thing I'm looking forward to this year. It's interesting because if you look back at Hoke's time, and I hate talking about Brady Hoke and Rich Rod and the past of Michigan football, but if you look at Brady Hoke's first couple of years, I think his first year is when they went 11-2, and yep. the Sugar Bowl victory. His first two recruiting classes, according to 247 Sports, were ranked number 6 and number 4 which is actually a notch better each than Harbaugh's first two classes coming in. And I think that that really leads to the fact that Harbaugh had some good players to work with. Now the difference between Harbaugh and Hoke, which seems to be the biggest difference, is the the way Harbaugh develops players. So Harbaugh was able to take Hoke's guys, turn them into NFL guys, literally a lot of NFL guys, Yes, uh, which is exciting to see. And so you've got to think that he has an even higher chance of doing so with his own players, like you mentioned. So this will be a really interesting year, and I think next year in particular will be even more exciting as it will fully become the Jim Harbaugh show. Obviously, assistants come in and out, and so some coaching changes will happen. But for now, Jim Harbaugh is the Wolverines football coach, and and this is really the year where we start looking towards those young guys that he's recruited and see uh, kind of what they can show, a lot of them year one, year two players, uh, and how they can benefit the Wolverines. Yeah, and I'm not really uh, a big advocate of looking into the recruiting um, that much. I think a lot of pressure and a lot of decisions are put on 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. Um, a lot of the National Signing Day things – while it's fun to get excited while there's not you know much football going on or any football going on it's fun during that time but at the same time you got to remember that these are kids and 
their decisions could change daily. And so I don't look into things too much. I mean, you look at like a Kareem Walker who was very, very uh, big name coming out of high school, and then he gets to Michigan, and he's got other things that he's got to take care of before he can even uh, suit up. And so I don't look into the recruiting too much, but now that these guys are here, that they're competing every day, that they're, you know, some of them even have game action under their belt. It's exciting to see some of the talent that he's already brought in, and I look forward to it. Speaking of stars and and prospects, I mean, it's hard to always gauge when it's a 17, 18-year-old kid. I mean, there's kids getting recruited at much younger ages, too, which is almost sickening to think about, but uh, Michigan has signed 35 four- or five-star recruits in Harbaugh's time, uh, which is only second to Alabama, tied with Ohio State. So he is bringing in uh, what the scouts consider to be the top prospects. I think the biggest difference, like mentioned before, is Brady Hoke had two good recruiting classes, probably a lot of it uh, because of the new coach uh, after a terrible year with Rich Rod, some of it because of that Michigan tradition, thinking that he would restore it. But in his in next years, they really dropped off in terms of the national recruiting, and that's something that Harbaugh won't do. Uh, my guess is he only gets better. Uh, at recruiting, especially as Michigan continues to get better as a football team. So it's something else to consider is he's right up there with the best of recruiting now, and he won't slow down like Brady Hoke did, which ultimately led to uh, Brady Hoke's dismissal. Yeah, and you've got to look at uh, big picture, too. You've, you see what Jim Harbaugh is doing in the state of Michigan in his backyard and what he's you know accomplishing and not losing recruits to like a Michigan state, um, which – Obviously, times are a little different now than they were when Brady Hoke was around, but part of that could be because of Brady Hoke. Um, but Jim Harbaugh is not only winning the battle in his backyard, he's also going you know, nationwide and getting big-name recruits and bringing them to Michigan, and that can only bode well for him. Yep. When you, when you have the big-name recruits coming from all over, uh, especially your backyard, you're seeing that a little bit with John Beeline stealing a recruit out of East Lansing. It's always good to own your state. Uh, it's even better to, to own the nation. And I think that's one of the things that as Jim Harbaugh continues to be the coach of Michigan, we really don't know how long it will be. We could hope for life. Uh, but I'm really curious, again, to see this recruiting class. And I think that what will happen is guys that we think are going to blossom probably will, but I think we'll see a lot of players who, if you pay attention, you may know the names, uh, but if you're just kind of a fan that doesn't really get into recruiting uh, but knows enough, I think some breakout athletes will, will be a part of the scene. And one guy in particular that I can think of is a Chris Evans. If you weren't following recruiting heavily, you did not know who Chris Evans was, and then all of a sudden in game one, he breaks for a big touchdown, and people are Googling who the heck this guy is, and everything that comes up is Captain America. So you really couldn't find anything on him. All of a sudden, he's one of the most talked about offensive players on the team as one of the returners and someone that we think is going to to make an impact this year. So it's going to be very fun to see which names develop like we expect, like a Donovan Peoples-Jones or a Rashawn Gary, uh, but then even finding those guys that are maybe under the radar now but will be stars in two to three years. Yeah, and I think that's just the thing, Derek, is that there are so many spots to fill after last year and all the guys that either went pro or graduated. There's so many opportunities on both sides of the ball on special teams that really it's anybody's race at this point. Jim Harbaugh has been very, very strong in the fact that 
those guys that compete the most, they might not be the best football players, but the guys that compete the most and want to win the most, those are going to be the guys that, that are out on the field. And whatever 11 are out there on either side of the ball, I'm fine with that. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of those guys that step up that, that you don't think about. Um, think, even thinking about a guy like Chase Winovich that doesn't necessarily scream stud like a Rashawn Gary, um, but he came in last year and had a very solid second half of the year, and I'm looking for really big things out of Chase this year. Absolutely. So I do have a question for you before we wrap up this segment and this series. Again, we're going to be doing uh, a mix of topics over the course of the summer as we head to the football season. If you look at maybe coaches like a Nick Saban or a Dabo Sweeney, who obviously just won a championship, a lot of people look and say, hey, they didn't have the success right away, but by year three, um, they were right there. Year three, Nick Saban won a championship. Year three for Dabo, he won the ACC and now eventually a national championship as well. When do you think Harbaugh has his best year and how soon does it come? And do you think that it will continue after that point? Or do you think that college football changes so much nowadays that you really get your year maybe once or twice unless you actually turn into an Alabama? Well, you know, it's kind of a funny question because I think about that often. I think about last year at this time, where Michigan football was at. They are coming off a 10-win season. Everybody was riding the hype train. The new Nike-Jordan deal was about to hit um, in just just under a month. Um, Jim Harbaugh was in rap videos. He was was all over the place. Um, And honestly, a lot of people around the country were very sick of hearing about Jim Harbaugh. This year... Not so much. The only videos he's in are tubing videos with his daughters, which are pretty comical. But um, I think that this year is is go time, uh, and I think that Jim Harbaugh knows that. I think I think there's a method to his madness. In his first couple years, he came in and he was this loudmouth guy and winning everybody over. That was Michigan fans and winning everybody over in the state of Michigan. Um, well, maybe not everybody, but those that were maybe on the fence are now. Maize and blue, um, which is a good thing. But I think that this is the year. I think year three, man, you've got to you've got to start doing something a little bit more than ten wins. You've got to. I mean, we people wanted Lloyd Carr out when he was only winning ten games. Um, they thought that's unacceptable for a Michigan coach. And I think Jim Harbaugh, not saying he's on the hot seat by any means, um, but it's year three. It's time to beat Ohio State. It's time to win a big bowl game. Uh, that's it. Tell you what, you say everyone in Michigan, there are some on the fence fans, but Craig, I know some Michigan State fans who, quote unquote, were fans that are now Michigan fans because oh, sure. you know it's more fun to cheer for the team that's winning. And they're Michigan State basketball fans again. Yeah, except I'm, I'm sure they are. They don't really have that going anymore now. No. So yeah, so I'll tell you what, it's it's fun to think about where Harbaugh can be in year three. If it's not year three, a lot of people think it will be year four, but. Either way, just like you said, uh, the time is now for him to start proving that uh, not only he's better than than Brady Hoke, but other coaches of the past and can really start to create his own legacy at this point. So Yeah, and not even saying that this year is going to be a national championship year or that that's the expect. Well, that's probably the expectation he has every year, and that's that's a good expectation to have. Um, 
I don't think that they're going to win the national championship this year by any means. They've got you know a pretty tough schedule. They've got a lot of holes to fill. But you know what? Alabama has a lot of holes to fill every year when they have guys that leave. Um, it's time to to not make excuses and just go out and and play for it. And yeah, next year I think is going to be a great year. But let's not look ahead. Let's focus on this year and and get the job done. And that's exactly what Jim Harbaugh will do. He'll always focus on the right now. He doesn't want to talk about games to come. Uh, his mindset is absolutely national championship every single time. And he's not ever going to hit a spot where he can. he's going to go into cruise control mode uh, like a Nick, Nick Saban. It's not like Nick Saban doesn't work hard, but it's not at the same time he doesn't have to work very hard to get guys to come to the school when you win so many national championships. So one thing Jim Harbaugh will do is outwork every other coach. It's just a matter of how quick he gets to that national championship stage. And I think that, like we've talked about, this season is the year to prove that he'll be there soon. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Divine Intervention. Once again, follow Craig at Craig Compton underscore. Follow me at Divine Identity. And we'll catch you next time.